three, two, one. Podcast episode number 54 here in the Beehive Studios. This is Joshua Tihi, and with me to talk about pop culture, we have... Alex Appleton. Yay. Mackenzie Mays. Yay. So, this was... Uh, I put out the call this week for people to come and, and be on the podcast, and the response was crazy, <laughs> and I think it's just because of the topic, the topic being... Coachella, which happened, the, the first weekend happened, um, and specifically Beyonce at Coachella. Which is the only thing worth talking about, really. Uh, wi- worth, yeah, yeah. So I watched a little bit of it uh, today, but um, did, did you guys I, watch I did. It I, watched it the, I stayed up to watch the whole thing. It was actually the first thing I've stayed up for past midnight. Since I had a baby. <laughs> all right, all right. A so that's, saying, that's yes. saying a lot. I also watched it live, but that's like, I don't have a baby, so right. it's so probably a it's normal fine. It was, time it was, no, it was no big deal. Um, okay, so let's talk about why this thing. So everyone was talking about it. They renamed, uh, essentially renamed the entire uh, festival for As they should. her. And uh, well, okay, no, renamed. first of all, <laughs> We can get we can go back to uh, um, Beyonce, but I want to bring this up because uh, I don't. I've had several conversations about it, and people say that I am triggered by uh, Walmart yodeling boy. Oh, yeah. you know oh, about not him? A fan? I don't know. <laughs> I, he's at, he actually. It seems like he has some sort of talent. I don't know what it is yet, but he is very young. Some I mean that. Yodeling is hard. It's you know, it's good for. Him. Is he good though? I don't know. I think and he's so. at Walmart. I, I am not. I'm okay. So here, I was really, I was really upset the other day, and I was just so mad at. Uh, so this is the story about the kid. Just for people who maybe aren't following, uh, he was a kid. He became some sort of YouTube viral thing because he likes to be at Walmart and yodel, as you do. He's like what? How eight, nine, ten, would eleven. It be to be doing your shopping and all of a sudden there's, there's a yodeling. kid. Be, yeah. It's, how, anyway, we don't know how much free will this child has. Well, this so anyway, uh, he somehow became uh, famous enough that they brought him out to Coachella, and you know he did his little thing. Mm-hmm. I mostly am super upset that when I was a child, I was this yodeling kid. And no one, there was nothing. I had Wait, nothing. Did you yodel? No, I didn't really yodel. But I did, you know, I would sing. I could probably yodel. Can you try to yodel uh, right now? No. <laughs> Point being, Nodal? I was a precocious little kid who should have been famous, but so, no so one had. Is what you're saying. I'm bitter. No one had cell phones. No one had YouTube. No one, there wasn't even a Coachella for me to be a part of. I'm just I'm born mad. too early. And also, I just feel like, look, he's a kid. He's I'm sure he's not that talented. Like kids aren't that talented. Dang, none of them. Josh. None of them Justin are that Bieber talented. Was found on YouTube. And was he that talented when There's he was that, that young? There's that little yes. girl with the ventriloquy. Remember. remember her? Remember the little girl from like X Factor or something? She has a crazy uh, ventriloquy. I mean, talented. Like Cardi B started out on. All right, social I'm media sure. I'm sure. Josh is old and bitter. I'm Kids old and bitter. Follow your dreams. Look, I just say I think this this yodeling boy, if he was on Star Search 
or Showtime at the Apollo, whatever it was, he would be booed off and everything, life would be I mean, be I don't think he's going to get signed anytime soon, Josh. All right, so let's go back to <laughs> okay. contrasting Yodel Boy with Beyonce, who it's just destroyed everything. So let's talk, just, let's talk a little bit. She probably can't. <laughs> let's talk a little bit about what she did, because it was pretty freaking amazing. She did everything. I mean, she brought out a marching band, a regular band. There was ballet. She sang opera. I mean, there was nothing Gospel. she couldn't do. It yeah. was in. It was ninety minutes of her up there with some of the most impressive choreography I've ever right. seen. No breaks. Just, just. I was blown away. So it. she comes out. She has this marching band, and they're marching. And I was blown away from like a production standpoint of mm-hmm. like how do you even do that? Like how do you even practice like that? All of the trumpets and right. the instruments. Like and how it. do you mic and have all that stuff? Right? And then I like I was sitting there thinking about non-disclosure. Right. Also that. That's like, what I was thinking. Like how do you practice that? Like that somebody people. has to know. Right. She has like hundreds of people throughout this whole thing. Um, they it wasn't have just to know. two. It was like okay, there were bleachers, so it definitely felt like high school, college sort of pep rally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like step. So yeah, it was yeah. a lot of like black culture dancing. It was supposed to be um, like a you know ode to black colleges or um, black frats or sororities. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was just she's so cool, and she was doing this weird thing where not only was she mashing up her own. Mm-hmm. Songs, but she would just like trickle in right, random right, songs right. that yeah, she yeah, liked, yeah. and you'd right. be like, "What's going on? Where's this gonna lead?" It was really awesome uh, to see the production, the instrumentation. You know, she has a marching band, and they're playing her songs, and it's like that's that's mm-hmm. pretty freaking amazing. Um, and like, where do you practice that? Not only right. how, but where but, do you right? Where do you all right people? all those people? Yeah, I mean, it's and and I also wonder how much because Coachella needed this, right? I mean, like. When the lineup was announced, it was sort of like, eh. People were like, this proof that regardless, Coachella can still deliver the goods. And so mm-hmm. I'm sure that people will, um, they will want to buy tickets for next year's as soon as they go on sale before they even announce who's going to be there. Simply based on this, like that people just like fear, the fear of missing out on another. Spell it out for us. Uh, well. <laughs> just say FOMO. <laughs> Um, anyway, <laughs> too uh, old for that. Well, she's great, too, because she could have just done what she did, right? It was a great performance. You could see her sweat on her face, dancing. Yeah, yeah. She's singing wonderfully the whole time. You don't understand how that's possible. But then you always, with her performances, have to, like, go back or, like, rethink pieces about it mm-hmm. and realize all this stuff that you missed. Right. She was kind of mocking the whiteness of Coachella. She came and right, didn't right, follow right. any of the rules. She made it a huge production, even though usually those performances are very chill. Right, and, like, right, people right. People are just like stoned while they're right. performing. Right, <laughs> because they have to be. Because it's it's a it's a it's a festival, and generally these kind of festivals don't have big production. Everyone just kind of shows up. This band plays. This band plays. This band plays. Mm-hmm. At the end of the night, one of the bigger band plays. But it's never like a full on production. Mm-hmm. It's always like you know just another set or whatever. Yeah. Especially because now she has to come back. Um, next week or this weekend and do it again, right? And you wonder, like, what's she going to do now? Right. If it's going to be a completely I different set. I can't imagine her or... doing the same thing. Yeah. I know. It would be, it just seems off-brand for her to do mm-hmm. the same thing over again. She stood up and she said that she was the first black woman to headline Coachella. And after she announced that, she said, ain't that uh, bad right, bitch. Right. <laughs> Which killed me. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. Um, 
And Mackenzie said a little bit, but like her vocal performance was just just spot on. I was listening to it before I turned around to watch it. I was just like, wow, she just sounds right. so good, so clean. There's no strain. There's it's just. I was watching it, and I and it it was like uh, it. I was wondering if there's anyone, there has been anyone, there will ever be anyone that's like at uh, that level. No. <laughs> the great now, I'm thing sure is if Jody were here, he would have something to say uh, about that. Part. Right. But there are different levels. Of, what's so cool, too, is like, I don't know when Alex became a huge Beyonce fan, but I wasn't like diehard my whole life. Like, of course I like oh, Destiny's Child, yeah. but when she came out with Beyonce album, self-titled yeah. album, and she was saying like, you know, I woke up like this and all this like sort of like raunchy stuff that we had never seen right, before right. and then Lemonade happened, I was like, my mind exploded Mm -hmm. like she for so long had to be so perfect and she still sort of flashes that like angelic grin and stuff but she was saying I mean during Coachella she did this whole slowdown of one of the most obscene lyrics in her songs which is suckled my balls which is clearly like she doesn't have those it's all about like People like her husband yeah, have yeah, been yeah. getting rich. Being She has not been allowed to do anything vulgar like that. And so when she is vulgar or she's just waving her middle finger on stage, it like, I can't help <laughs> but, like, smile. I love every I'm time that a, she's, a like, uh... raunchy or not following rules because for a long time she had to be perfect, right. you know, and very ladylike. And she still very much is, but I think that she's sort of changed the, the rules. Right. Well, and there's a lot of people were talking about, I saw a lot of stuff that was talking about the art of it as compared to, um, you know, so much of what we see in popular music now is just like, you know, uh, formulaic and it really does, there's like, you do this and this and this and it's this big thing. And she seems to be able to step outside of that. You know, you bring in a marching band, like who even thinks to do uh, something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it struck a lot of people as important that Coachella would be able to do this. I wonder, like, how much um, back and forth, like, Coachella has with the artist to be, a, like, especially a headlining artist like that, if they just sort of open it up and go, all right, just do whatever you want to do, or if they were very specific, like, we want something spectacular from you because we know that you weren't here last year. No. And I feel like now that I saw her performance, I understand why she did it, because it honestly, Coachella seemed beneath her. It didn't seem like... Something she would do or need to do or yeah. want to That's do. True. Then when yeah. she did it, I was like, oh, this makes sense. Right. She's proving a point. <laughs> She's making it's still, a And I mean, I, yeah. Um, you know, I still think that, like, I, I wonder if the... I mean, it's good for Coachella. Uh, I, you know, as... You know, as much as good as it was for Beyonce and Beyonce's career, and what it, it to me, it's like the real winner was Coachella that they were able to have this thing that everybody was talking about, and it puts the festival back on the map uh, in in a way to me, where people are now like talking about, oh yeah, festival performances could be great because there's a lot of big festivals, like huge festivals happening all the time that none of them. People don't sit down and watch, right. uh, and, you know, direct, yeah. you know, streaming the way that they did for Coachella, it's and they the definitely kind of don't thing, talk about it afterwards. Yeah, for sure. It's the kind of thing that can only happen at a festival, because how would you be able to take that on tour? Right, 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 right. 200 people and all that equipment right. and a stand and take it on tour. Which is the cool thing about festivals, I think, or it should be the cool thing, and maybe it's not, is that, that, that one-off kind of... Which... Again, 
makes me wonder what's going to happen next. I love festivals, but yeah. I get that, you know, and I love festivals that you can, like, camp at. And yeah. There's all this, like, you know, friendship or whatever. It's just great. Um, but I get the criticism of Coachella. I've tried to get Coachella tickets. They sell out in literally oh, yeah. three seconds. Oh, it's ridiculous, yeah. Um, I went maybe ten years ago, yeah. seven, six, seven, eight years ago, so something how is, like that. So how is that different than the way you've seen it in photos and videos now? Uh, it seems way bigger. I mean, I don't know. It seems like the headline. It see, it feels like it's much more of a thing now than it was even like, I this probably would have been 2010, 11, something like that. I went a couple of years. Um, and uh, it was definitely like, it was Coachella and people knew what it was, but it wasn't like it is now, you know? It, it wasn't like a the destination thing that you had to, you know... To be at, it was more like oh, we got. It was more like a normal festival that people would would think of. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys think? Did you wonder if? So she was supposed to perform last year. She got pregnant with twins. Mm-hmm. She had to cancel. And she said something about like she was while she was pregnant. She was really dreaming up this set, and it made me wonder like how different her original plan oh, was. Oh right, yeah. like been. do you think yeah, it was yeah, this yeah. fabulous the whole time, or she just had little ideas, right. or she Probably. was like getting yeah. really deep into her yeah. creative? Well, if you have a year to plan, to, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and she you was know, kind of like, off the grid. I think while yeah. she was pregnant, which is rare. You know, she's yeah. usually always working, and I think she's working on an album with Jay Z now. Right, right. Those are the rumors, at least, mm-hmm. right? Well, there is a, a tour. That's she happening. oh no, it's not yeah. a rumor anymore. It's real yeah. life. No, there is a tour happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she led him on stage for like half a song, right. which Get was beautiful. She did her did her whole Lemonade album and then brought him on. Okay, you can do one verse at my show and then you. Leave. Okay, I hope you know the answer to this because I forgot to Google it. It's driving me nuts. But okay, so her all their shirts looked like um, like sorority letters, but it said BK, which is like Beyonce Knowles, right? Her yeah. Name. Okay. Yeah. But then right before he came out, they all chanted, I thought they said BC, mm. as in Beyonce Carter. And then he came out and I was like, oh my God, because it was right after Lemonade. And it was like, right. okay, he's still my husband, love, blah, blah, blah. But someone was arguing that it was DC, Destiny's Child, uh. that they came out. Well, they both came out at some point. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't hear the chanting, though, at all. I'll, I'll sure. find it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we need to know. Listeners, get, get on it. Yeah, get on. <laughs> someone tell us. I'm sure someone is, has it paused and yeah, is going. Or I imagine the whole thing. I don't know. What, uh, what was the best for uh, you both saw the entire thing? What was the highlight for you guys? Man, that's hard. Because obviously she was amazing. But there was in there, there was like a 10-minute break where she just featured her band and her yeah. dancers and to me that was just that that was amazing I, I've, I've never seen anything like that but you know it's hard to say at a Beyonce show that she was not the highlight so you know. right right <laughs> no but it's something to be said for like taking a step back and yes. like being like yes. here you know there's something else happening besides yes. me for sure um I don't know I think anything where she was like shock factor mm-hmm. you know there were some there were literally moments during it where my friend and I were like gripping each other on my couch <laughs> and like silent she had like a crew of men that she called her bugaboos which okay. is a nod to her song with Destiny's Child you know um and it was almost it was really dark it was like they were her prisoners um and they were jumping like through hoops and you know they were all named after different songs that were about shitty men in the past mm-hmm. and it really made I don't know 
I guess I'm really into the woman scorned part of Lemonade. I right. can't get over it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's really cool that she acknowledges all that and then brings out her husband who right. all those songs are about right. to show you that, you know, relationships aren't exactly that black and white as everyone likes to right. act sure. like they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just love the angry Beyonce. Uh, Destiny's Child, like, was that at I all? I kept going on and on about how great Kelly looks. Mm-hmm. I guess I haven't seen her in a long time, but she looks so fabulous. I loved her, like, hair pulled on top of her head. She had a rockin' body. I don't know. I just couldn't get over how great Kelly Rowland looked. Yeah, she did. She did. She did look great. Yeah. I thought it was a good moment. It was, I don't know, it didn't, like, stick in my mind the way everything else did. It was nice with her to bring them out. I was a little bummed that they came out in camo, like, um, sequence glittery camo, but didn't sing Survivor. Mm. It's really weird to me. When I saw it, I was like, I know what this means. Right, right, okay. They didn't actually sing that one, so... What did, do I know? Did anything else happen at Coachella that, uh, well, I guess, so did you watch more than just her, I mean, were you tuned in specifically just to see that? Did you watch any anybody else perform, and was there anything else that was worth? I watched a little bit of Haim. I thought they were, I thought they were quite good. They're so amazing. Yeah. yeah. I just saw them in real life. They play all the in instruments. In real life. They're so badass. They're covering a Shania Twain song in the best way possible. Can't get over it. They all three come play the drums at one point. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And the hair is going everywhere. And yes. Yeah. Uh, Cardi B, did, any, did you see I the Cardi B? I didn't see Cardi no. B, but... I didn't see it, but I know everywhere to her new album. Yeah. Everyone was talking uh, about it and saying uh, how uh, amazing mm-hmm. uh, of a show it also, was. Also, doing um, the same thing. Showing what... How um, multifaceted womanhood can be. Like, she's up there singing the worst lyrics. Like, on her new album, she literally encourages you to twerk at church. And she doesn't say that the way I just did. It's much Uh worse. uh Um, I don't know why you'd be doing that at church, but... She was uh, apparently twerking, uh, (laughs) and she's pregnant. Yeah, she's very very pregnant. pregnant. And, you know, dressed all in white with, and uh, it was... There was a lot of social media back and forth about that as well. It's cool, though, because, like, why would you assume, and Alex would be a much better professional or expert at explaining this, but, like, why would you totally change because you become pregnant, right? Like, That's true. She is quite pregnant, and probably by that point in my pregnancy, I wasn't going to twerk. Like, you weren't going to twerk. Right. I wasn't going to twerk gonna... without throwing my back out, so it's really good for But her. you were still Alex. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> you still believed in the lyrics of your life. Like, she's... She's rapping about, like, sex and drugs and rock and roll, and she also had a very, you know, public story about a cheating partner who mm-hmm. she's still with and stuff and wrote her own little Are lemonade track. engaged track. or married? I think engaged. Okay. But Through Your Phone is my favorite track on that album, and it's about her current partner. You know, she goes through his phone and finds stuff she doesn't like and... She basically threatens to feed, put bleach in a cereal, which is my favorite line. <laughs> um, no one's talking about Eminem. Yeah. Or, or, or anyone else. He's been doing festivals for a while, and I don't know what the deal is. I saw him at Bonnaroo like six years ago, and then he wasn't like, he didn't have any hit that was that relevant. I mean, yeah. I love Eminem, sure, but I don't get why he's still doing the festival thing. Yeah. Um, His stage actually looked like Detroit. It was 
Oh, did it? Yeah, they had like it was like an impound. Like they had a bunch of I was gonna say cars it, beat up. It, it looked, weird. It looked <laughs> It's like, is this supposed to be Detroit? <laughs> so we will have to uh, pay attention this weekend and see if Beyonce is as awesome as she was, um, and whether or not people will be talking about. I think they probably will. Um, what do you think about this being? Like a, a, the the comeback for Coachella in terms of like putting them in a place where they need to be so they can sell more tickets next. It's year. hard for me to understand that logic because you can't, literally can't get tickets. Right. <laughs> well, like yeah. how can someone it's have a comeback if like it's so competitive yeah. to get? Yeah. There? I mean, people trash it, is, it but tickets diff- also yeah. go in, in mm-hmm. a minute. So you mean it's, maybe it'll make it more credible or something? Well, right. I mean, I just feel like this year that. In past years, you know, they would they would release the lineup and it would be oh, and it was you know, and and this year it was like, eh. and it, it felt that way anyway. And maybe part of it was we already knew that Beyonce was going to be there, so there wasn't any real like, um, great shock value to the the lineup release. Um, but to me, it just feels like really impressive that they're able to every year. Um, continue to be the thing that people talk about when it happens, uh, unlike most other festivals. All right. um, Man, we talked about that for a long time, so we're just going to jump right into our recommendation (laughs) rounds um, and do that. So, Uh, yeah, do it. So I'm going to recommend Planet Earth. There's a new Planet Earth. Planet Earth. It's shot in this incredible high def. They have, like, motion sensor cameras and drones, and it's just... This is the... uh, It's the David Attenborough nature documentary Uh series. And there was one back when, you know, I was in high school. We all watched it in science class, but now there is... Is this the one with the, the snake and the lizard? The snake and the lizard. There's like, a, do you know what I'm talking about? There's like this video of a snake chasing a lizard or a lizard snake chasing a snake. I can't remember, but and it's just the most amazing thing you've ever seen. And I'm the, interested. And the snake, it's like across the sand. I want to th- I want to say it's from this this series. And for a while, uh, everyone was talking about the video was going around, um, and it was awesome. So this is. Uh, Tell us where we can find it. It's on and Netflix, and okay. it's like eight or nine episodes, beautiful episodes. There's um, the, the the elephant one is really good. It's the grasslands one. It's really good. But what I do is I park my baby, my four-month-old, who should not have a favorite show, but he has a favorite show. and it's this, this is it? This wow. is his favorite show. Well, I mean... If it's this or whatever other children's favorite shows are, it's probably probably better. Right, yeah. But there's, um, one of the first things he laughed at um, was the lions tearing apart a wildebeest. (laughs) Okay, well, that is funny though. (laughs) Yeah. But um, anyway, I can I can park him in front of it, and he will he'll quiet down enough to fall asleep, or for long enough for me to go shower. That's great. it's an that, excellent show. That is I'm, a recommendation people can go, can go with. Um, and so what? there's how many episodes? I mean, I, I think I know it's about nature, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Each one is a, is a different um, ecosystem. Okay. Yeah. Sounds great. Thank I'll, you. I will watch it. All right. It's your turn. I'm going to recommend a book. No! I'm sorry. Is that boring? <laughs> well... Um, 
There's this really good book. Uh, I'm almost done with it. And it's okay that I haven't finished it because it's short story, so I can still recommend it. Sure. Yeah, I don't yeah. know the ending. Um, it's called Mothers Tell Your Daughters. Okay. It's by Bonnie Jo Campbell. It is probably the best book I've read in like my adult life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just about women, even though it mostly is. <laughs> you see a theme here. Um, yeah. It's about the Midwest, and like one of the one of the short stories she's writing from the mind of a dying, like this woman dying of lung cancer, who is admittedly was a bad mother and regretting it, but not really. And you know she can't talk because she's in this coma, but it's just so beautiful and bizarre and dark and. I think everybody should read it, whether they're a mother or daughter or woman or not. Is this a new book? A few years old. Okay. Uh, Is this a new author? Do you know? I think so. I I mean, I I don't want to say that because I know she has other books, but I know that um, it was recommended to to me by a good good book critic. Uh So if you don't take my word for it. Okay. (laughs) I will go to Goodreads (laughs) and look at uh, everyone else's reviews and see what they have to say. Um, so I think, and I wish Brianna was here, uh, to talk about this, because last, uh, week, um, we had a kind of off-tangent discussion about this show called Grown-ish, Grown-ish, mm-hmm. um, and it is a spin-off of Blackish, mm-hmm. I think, um, sort of going, it's sort of like, you know, when the Cosby show, uh, when the kids from the Cosby show left and they went to college or whatever, and oh. then there was whatever that show was called when they were at college with sure. Dwayne Wayne and sure. whatnot. Anyway, it's like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm the oldest person at this table, <laughs> I just realized. Yeah. Um, anyway, so it's like that. Uh, it, it follows a uh, group of, uh, well, it follows the, the daughter from, the, from Blackish in as she goes into college. Um, it's, it's just a really well-done, funny show, I think, looking at... Um, you know, what it is like to be growing up or at that point where you're not really a grown-up, but you should be a grown-up or so people now. expect it. You're right. So um, and uh, all the crazy stuff that comes along with it. And it's interesting because I am not at that point in my life. I'm sort of beyond. You feel like you're an adult. Um, I, I feel like I'm like one step beyond that. But looking back, it's like, and, and seeing the things that they're going through yeah, with from the lens of like, oh yeah, I've already done that. Um, and the things that they have to deal with that like I never really had to deal with, you know, social media and blah, 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 and all these things. Really uh, pretty interesting. And then it's, I don't know, it's just, it's fun and funny. I think it's on the Freeform Network, which yeah. is like my yeah. favorite network yeah. now. ABC, the, old, the new ABC. The new, yeah. is that yeah. what it is? The new it was ABC. Fox Family, and then it was ABC Family. See, you all know nice. way more about it than I, I do. Oh, which makes sense why I love it, because I loved all of those things. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Um, anyway, I think it's a good show, and it's, um, you know, what I like about a lot of TV these days is, like, they're a, they're doing things. It's a, It's... A straight-ahead sitcom, but, like, they're taking risks that I don't think normal sitcoms would usually take mm-hmm. or talking about mm-hmm. things that they they wouldn't normally talk about. And maybe, I don't know, 10 years from now, I'll look back and go, well, that's really This lame. is probably against the rules, but I want to squeeze in one more. Oh, okay, please. I'm sorry, I'm no, sorry. No, no, no. We you have, probably already talked about it. Everybody knows it's great. It's Queer Eye. 
Oh my gosh, um, yes. Oh, it's the uh, best. It's, it's the best show. It's literally, they can't make enough of those. No, I love them so much. Jody, uh, I don't know, several weeks ago, that was one of his awesome. okay, uh, recommendations. Good, good, good. And Get on so Netflix, we went over, but, I, cry, I yeah. cry every episode and I laugh hysterically every episode. Okay. Oh, and Jonathan has a podcast in which he just talks about things he's just interested in and it's amazing. What's it called? Yeah. Uh, I want to Getting Curious. Getting Curious. Getting Curious. He's like, can you believe? He's he's brilliant. He talked about like the criminal justice system. Oh in one my God. I know, right? I, okay, so this Jonathan is getting... for president. No, this is fine. This is good. Now we have multiple. It's we incredible. Just, we're recommending oh my God, everything. It's so good. If if you haven't had enough queer eye, there is more. There is more content for okay. you. Okay, all right. <laughs> Someone was talking about it, and they refer to it as queer eye for the straight guy, and I corrected them. I said, yeah, wait, no, 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 no. Yeah. Or actually, I said they were talking about queer eye for the straight guy, and I they said, must wait, have gotten a lot are of, like, you talking about like, gay guys who were like, no, we need help too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's not just straight I think there's only one gay guy on this season um, that they make over. Is it all okay. dudes, though? They're, I mean, all, all dudes, tragically. Maybe they'll, that's why yeah. they dropped it, too. Maybe they'll make over some yeah. women. Because, you know, Amazing. I mean, dudes need help, but. They blur all these, li- like, they find Trump yard signs and the guy mm-hmm. that they're making over. But guess what? It still ends with them all crying and hugging. Yeah. <laughs> they like make over a cop and he has a really important conversation with one of the black guys on it about shooting unarmed black men. Guess what? They both they, they both cry and hug at yeah. the end of it's unreal. It is. <laughs> but it's not scripted. It's not like all right now is the cry and hug time. You can't yeah. script those tears. Huh, okay. I see I'm seeing all them right. come out. All right. <laughs> That's gonna be That's a real emotion. <laughs> all right. Uh, so that is it. That's done. Um, and thank you guys for uh, being here. And thanks everyone who is listening. Um, we will be back next week. You know all the stuff about finding us and subscribing and telling us how much you love us or whatnot. So do all those things. Thanks. Bye. Thank you.